to Vegas. Actually, they just thought he was on both sides of the line. I thought he deserved that. Come on. What's happening? What the hell is the matter with this damn thing? Come on. All right. Just hold it. All right. Come on. He had a good move on that missed tackle. You sometimes say, well, a guy missed the tackle. When you get a guy like this. Yeah. And the first half of this game, and they have paid a price for it. That's one of the things they don't teach you about being a podcast guest, I'm guessing. What? Clearing out your sounds? N- not yeah. really. I don't yeah. know. I didn't see that on the listicles that I read. Okay. Well, I don't go by listicles. I oh. everything I do goes by instincts, more or less. <laughs> I mean, so I- the my, instinctually I clear the sounds out first before I get on the mic. Well, I guess that's just something I got to get used to. Uh huh. Well, here we are once again, gathered together for another edition of the Raincoat Report. And it's not any old night on the Raincoat Report. What night is it? It's ladies' night. Oh. And that's uh, why, you know, I'm boss here with Jeremy, but also we're joined... Or yeah, we're joined by our Raincoat intern. (laughs) It's Sally. She's responsible for the famous pumpkin episode. I didn't understand the assignment. No, it's okay. (laughs) It's fine. It's good. Everyone loves it. Yeah. uh, It's the one we released for free... Oh, we did release that for free. But if you liked it and you like other content like that, no, boss can tell you what to do. Yeah, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash raincoatreport. For $5 a month, you get ad-free episodes, early access to them, and uh, two bonus episodes every month. Yeah, and it's ladies' night, so I've got two beers. Yes. Because ladies drink free. We get in before 11. They get in before 11, and I had... Sally, get me drinks from the bar for free. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine. So, yeah, ladies' night here on the Raincoat Report. No better way to celebrate ladies' night and celebrate uh, a week late International Women's Day. It's still Women's History Month. Month, yeah. Yeah, so we, the whole month of March, really, and our podcast in general is a celebration of the woman, which is why we have Sally here. Yes. Oh, I feel honored. Thank you. You're welcome. You're um you're very welcome. You're our first female guest that you don't have to pay to hear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stephanie uh, was on Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. A couple times now. Oh, that's fun. Three, I think. Yeah. We've been having a foursome. It's been ongoing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to get $5 back so I can get Patreon back. Okay. Good. Yeah. See, even the our guests love it so much. <laughs> they love to subscribe. Um, but this week, it's ladies night. Yeah, it's ladies' night. And, all week. Yeah, all week it's ladies' night, and we're going to talk about ladies' night from 1980, uh, directed by Harry Lewis, and with uh, quite a few stars in the cast. Yes. Uh, we have uh, an appearance by, of course, the lovely Annette Haven in our, our lead role of Betty. Uh, we've also got the lovely Lisa DeLeo and uh, Nicole Black as her... Uh, Partners in crime here. Yes. And uh, holding the fort on the gentleman's side, we have such friendly faces as Paul Thomas, Herschel Savage, 
Ken Scudder and uh, Mike Horner. Yeah, back again. I think all from last all from last week's film. Yeah. Think, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, uh, Carlos Tobolina. Yeah, he did what it. Treasures you've brought us. Yeah, thank you. You've washed upon our shore, <laughs> like Moses from among the reeds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We've been watching God's Not Dead, so there's been a lot of the Bible stuff. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm all learning, the time. I'm learning a lot. That, yeah. yeah, God is good, and God is good all the time. All the time. But not good enough to not get you killed. <laughs> because uh, you will die. Yeah, he died. Die. He kept saying that in every movie, and then he died in the third one. Oh, well, that sucks. Yeah, Jason got him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I need to check this out, then. Yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the two franchises i've been plumbing in depth in recently have been the god's not dead films and uh death wish oh okay yeah, yeah. i've got a lot on my mind <laughs> uh ray weiss played the bad guy in the uh the second one he's, oh. an, he's an evil prosecutor and he's like we will make the case once and for all god <laughs> is dead oh yeah that's pretty awesome. It was cool. I thought they were going to really let him do like Al Pacino or whatever, and like the devil's advocate and let him really go wild. But yeah, they didn't yeah. let him get as evil as you'd hope. He did. At one point, he's like, I hate God. And whether the judge knows it or not, the judge is Ernie Hudson, by the way. Oh. The judge hates God, too. <laughs> but that doesn't. He doesn't really stay as evil the whole time as you would hope. But, uh, you know, what do you think? Um. He never got demonized like I was expecting. Yeah. For someone... I tried to explain Twin Peaks to Sally and his Mm-mm. role in it. I don't Mm-mm. think she... <laughs> I don't... I couldn't imagine it. Yeah. She can't... It, it was tough. It. it. was hard. It's tough to explain it and... They have to show it to just me. Just a few words. Oh, Twin Peaks. Yeah. I love Twin Peaks. I know. We all do. Well, Sally doesn't... I, I don't know nothing about it. You might enjoy it. Maybe. It's tough to say until you watch it. But uh, you didn't watch that. We watched Ladies Night. We yeah, did. which well, did not have Ray Weiss. Sorry. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Uh, it certainly would be better if uh, Ray Weiss was in here, but uh, you know, instead we've got people like Billy D and Tiger from uh, Star Wars. Billy D Williams. Uh, yes, Billy D. We saw in uh, Malin versus Serena as Billy one of the cops D. in the oh, jail. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, and of course, Tiger has been in things such as Scoundrels and uh, mm-hmm. like. I don't know, a few other things we've watched for sure. Probably one of the taboo films. Probably. I don't remember. I know Tiger, though. Yeah. We all know Tiger. We know her. We love her. We've got Fairy Bird. Oh, yeah. Fairy oh, Bird. Fairy Bird was nice. Yeah. I was thinking last night, is that a pun on Larry Bird? I don't know, but I hope so. I hope so, too. <laughs> um, but she was also in... Uh, Dixie Ray Hollywood star and a few other things we've covered. Yeah. Uh, along with Lisa DeLeo. Indeed. Um, you know, so in celebration of uh, International Women's Month, uh, we've added a new sample to the soundboard. Women's History Month, but uh, I'll, oh, yeah. I'll play it anyway. Just kidding. That's Bonk of the Week. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, I was wondering where you were going to put that in. Yeah, it's right here. Get a close-up on the con. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. That's, um... Perfect. That's like a feminist principle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, it's like a vagina monologue. Oh, Just yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's a bunch of them. That's why there's plural. Oh. Right. You Something. couldn't just tell that one and yeah. have it be a show. Yeah. It wouldn't be 
truly representative, I think. It's just representative of one viewpoint. Yeah. Oh. The close-up viewpoint. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. it would just be her vagina. It's vagina monologues. Yeah. So there's many vaginas telling many I thought tales. it was just one. It might be. I've never fucking seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just one. I assumed it was like each lady does like a one-woman show about her vagina. Oh, see, I thought but it like, was the same woman talking about her vagina for 20 years. It might be. You, you're probably right. And that's why we need the female perspective on this show. I'm glad I'm here. Yeah, we're pretty toxic, honestly. Yeah. but we, You can't see it right now, but we are doing a handshake, and this is sealing in a cord, not only between man and woman, but between black and white. Yeah, this... Can I you? Well, finally, we've we've solved all gender and race issues that yeah. are plaguing the country. It's fine, and now, you know what? Free to relax and talk about ladies' night. Yes, we are. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's ladies' night. What Let's, a fright. It, oh, yeah, it's fright night. <laughs> and ladies' night? My God. Oh, that would be good if what there a was a... What day. It would be cool if there was, like, a, a ladies' night slash horror porno where they, like, some of them became demons. Yeah. Because that Nightmare Sisters sort of situation. Yeah. But, uh, they all get in the bathtub in that film. They spend a lot of time bathing in that yeah, film. Yeah, all three of the girls <laughs> that are the Nightmare Sisters just take a group bath in that film. That you, sounds wonderful. So it's you like, love it. It's a solid, great. like, 15 minutes of the movie. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds fantastic. Yeah. Um, we're pretty much there. Uh-oh, here comes Tyler. Nope, oh. he's, he's stalking us. Get away. Go. Get out of here. Come here. You're getting the bunk. <laughs> I got him. I got it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> All right. Uh, probably time for a break, right? Yeah, let's okay. go ahead. We'll take our break, and then we'll be back to talk about Ladies' Night. Drink a mile of piss to see her, pussy. I need the Patreon money. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I want to get a gun. Oh, shit. You don't need oh, a God. gun. I do need a gun because no, there's things are... No, because the podcasting's becoming serious. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Podcaster, not only details, they got killed by oh. a, a stan. It's a stalker fan. Have you heard of those? Yes. They're like Eminem wrote about them. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Our great... Prophet Eminem. He's our poet laureate of white boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the the, the, the stalker they killed her, and that could happen to us. Oh shit! So You're I right. need the podcast money. I'm gonna get a, a Desert Eagle. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why you Desert have Eagle? No, on a Glock. <laughs> you have no business owning a gun. I have to get a gun in case the government or stands come after me. <laughs> or the british any of these things could happen and if you don't get me a gun i will shoot you no you won't because you won't have a gun i will fucking bonk the shit out of you. <laughs> don't you dare i'll do it he'll do it i've seen him do it don't you? ow 
Bonk of the Week twice. <laughs> I can't get a double Bonk of the Week. Yes, you can if you don't give me the money for a gun. No. Come on. You can't hold all the money. I'm doing half the talking. Give me half the money. I'll get half a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Have you watched uh, The Fan or Dare Fan, the German 80s movie? Not yet. I've seen Swim Fan. Uh, that's somewhere. a different movie, but yeah, she's a swim fan. They have they fuck in the pool like as a one night thing, but she she becomes a stan. But she's a swan because she's a swim fan oh, instead what? of a stalker fan. Oh, uh, I think swan. I follow you. Yeah, you get it. I think I follow you. Yeah. I feel like swan would be better. Well, that's not a word. Swan is. I guess so. And they swim. I don't like birds. I don't either. I'm racist against birds. This is fucked up. Okay, but no, I haven't seen Dare Fan because I haven't seen Das Boot either. Because I'm not, I don't watch foreign films. <laughs> That's both not true <laughs> and stupid. <laughs> okay, well, um, we just covered a month of foreign films. Oh yeah. Did, <laughs> did but did she have a gun? Uh, she did not have a gun, but she Jesus, was like probably needle? an unhealthy fan, we'll just say. Okay. I'm not going to tell you what happens in it, because it goes it. bonkers. I was going to watch it recently, but I think it's only in German, and I wanted to lay down, and I can't watch a foreign film if I'm laying down, because I'll you close my eyes mentioned. and I won't understand the words. Okay, well, uh, yeah, you should watch it sometime. You can look at words. I'll, I'll sit up. <laughs> <laughs> right after your coffee. Yeah. Did you have uh, your eyes open when you watched Ladies' Night? Sure did. Okay. And so did Sally. Me she, too. I was there. Yeah, she's uh, unlike Tyler, who's gone again. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he, uh, she watched the film first. I made sure of it. Good. Well, I also watched the film separately. Did you watch it again? No, I only watched it the one time okay. last week when we were supposed to watch it. And you didn't because you don't like women. That's not fair. I brought a woman on the show. Uh, well, yeah. You're trying to pull the old I've got a woman friend trick. No, I'm trying to pull I've got a black friend trick. I mean, you're trying to pull both tricks at the same Two time. You're a real trickster. Yeah, I'm like David Blaine. <laughs> He's my this, least favorite magician. I'm going to make this woman disappear. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so, for ladies' night... Oh, no. <laughs> this is why you're not allowed to have a gun. So, Ladies' Night opens on a still shot of Betty, Annette Haven's character, in uh, cowgirl gear. Yeah, she's going to a country western bar in this film. Oh, yeah, that was a cute outfit. Yeah, this uh, this doesn't actually appear in the film proper. I think this is a publicity photo. Mm, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's a, it's a good still to open the film on. Still to? Still, still, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we get our title and some TV chatter in the background, and the TV chatter uh, continues as we fade into uh, some action in the film itself, where we have Betty again, Annette Haven's character. She's in a hot tub with her husband here, who's mm. Bud, played by Richard Byrne. And about a million electronics. So yes, many. Yes, uh, this is definitely an electrical hazard. Yeah, especially got, in the 80s. They yeah. didn't have grounded outlets yet. 
Yes, we've got multiple TVs set up and maybe a couple radios too. Blender. Empty blenders. There's a blender. Oh at yeah. One point. <laughs> uh, so I he's, this is where they live. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's the hot tub outside their house. He's gonna turn into soup if he stays in there long enough. He is in this hot tub the entire film. He yeah. has wires in this hot tub. Oh man, he yeah, he does, he does have his headphone wires just dipped in the tub. Yeah. I'm uh, concerned about is... him, but uh, it it seems to be okay. I mean, any amount of corrosion on the uh, outer covering of those headphone wires, and that's it. That's it. That's it for Bud. It might be it for Betty too if she's too close. You know, Paul, so I was too harsh on you. I'm gonna I'm gonna rescind it. I'm gonna give Bud the bonk of the week. Hey, buddy, why don't you consider? Why don't you take a class on a uh, Electric hazards and fire safety. (laughs) Or you you can get bonked again. Well, I think Bud has plenty to be bonked for. And I think that his electrical safety uh, hazards here are maybe even the least of his uh, bonk ability in this film. Okay. Uh, Because, of course, he's in the hot tub with a uh, lovely Annette Haven. But he's not paying any attention to her. He's paying attention to his multiple TVs watching football. He's a real putz here. Yeah, he's um He's awful. Yeah, he's obsessed with football. He's a maniac, someone I would say. He's a stan. Football even. stan. Football stan. He's gonna kill uh mean Gene Green. <laughs> Wait, is, that a, is that a football man? I think it's Mean Joe Green. Yeah, yeah. Mean Joe Green. Gene Green. Is there a Gene Green? No, there's a Mean Gene Okerlund. Okay, I'm so mixed up. <laughs> uh, so, Sally, have you ever dated a football uh, crazy person? No, because those dudes usually suck at sex. Okay, that's fair. Well, yeah. this guy certainly does. I think, yeah, this is proving... This is, the, this he's is proving, proving the, the point. theory correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. you're right. You're onto something. Yeah. No, I don't usually like the sports dudes. What if they took a whole football and shoved it inside of you? <laughs> Maybe a mini one. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe a mini one. You could be like uh, Wendy O. Williams, not Wendy Williams. I don't want to be her. No, not her. Wendy O. Williams uh, from the Plasmatics and Candy Goes to Hollywood. She's the one shooting ping pong balls out of oh. snatch. But you do have many footballs. That would be a different attraction. You would get on the gong show. You would get on... Uh, the dong show. The, the dong sh- Oh, sorry. The dong show. Yes. Um, Jimmy Kimmel would have you on. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Colbert. You could get close enough to James Cor- Corden. I don't want to be close to James Corden. You to kill him for cats. <laughs> we didn't even see him in the movie. I know. We didn't even get far enough into cats. We I would, couldn't. I would, throw that mother- I would put that motherfucker in a sack. Throw it in a river. Yeah. You're going to have to get it shooting out at quite a velocity to kill James Corden. Yeah. Mm. I don't think, you know. I'm going to give another bonk of the week to James Corden. (laughs) (laughs) Just, you know, preemptive. Is anyone else hearing Stephanie laugh? Is that getting picked up on the mics? Uh, Probably. We'll we'll see. It'll, it'll, we'll do what we can. Okay. So we it's see. It's fine. It's just state. It's um. It's a crowd. It's a full house of it. They want to threaten James Corden. <laughs> the people love it. <laughs> He's gonna be dead. <laughs> I'm gonna kill him like a dog. They didn't like that one. Oh. <laughs> so well, you know see- white people and dogs. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> 
They have sex with them. (laughs) (laughs) So we see Betty put a VHS tape into a VCR uh, connected to another TV that Bud isn't looking at. Yeah. And it's here that we see that she is watching a pornographic film herself. And in this pornographic Mm. film, we see a female referee played by a fairy bird. Yes. uh, Yelling at a football player uh, played by Ken Scudder. Mm Mm-hmm. Under a pseudonym in the credits. I don't know what it was, but yeah. Uh, Yeah, he is in here as Larry Layperson. (laughs) 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 That was his uh, name in the credits. Okay. But uh, she's yelling at him that she's going to kick him out of the game if he keeps up his attitude. They appear to be making their way into this locker room as they're yelling. She yells that he's going to be on the bench for the rest of the day. We cut to Betty, who seems to be getting a bit excited watching this. The ref tells the football player that he knows that he knows the rules as she's pushing his head into her crotch, and he starts to slowly go down on her. Betty is playing with herself in the hot tub as Bud's just yelling at the TVs, watching the football. In the porno, the ref's yelling at the football player about his performance, telling him he better do something about it as he's laying on a bench and stroking his cock. The ref tells him that this is his punishment as she starts stroking his cock and talking about how he was sacked and he fumbled the ball and really blew it. Now, Sally, you enjoyed this segment quite a bit. I did, and I think it might be because it was a little... It was mean. It was a little humiliation fetish. Yeah. And yeah, I was a, into that. Yeah. And the, it's like jack off instructions. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. You know, the, the, the classics. The classics. Yeah. Uh, but it's pretty good. I like the football puns. Yeah. Those are my favorite. <laughs> yeah. There's, uh, there's no clipping. Uh, I wrote some of them <laughs> down. I tried. I feel like in the NFL, this would be a big scandal. <laughs> you're probably right if in, if half inflating the balls or whatever they were doing was a problem they had an inflate gate yeah <laughs> what would this do he's back there she's trying to rig the game she is i'm gonna this is uh you think this is flake gate <laughs> <laughs> she continues to dress him down so. and uh okay takes off her panties and starts to ride his cock she starts riding him cowgirl as she continues to deride his performance out on the field. She eventually notes that he's much better on the bench than he is on the field. Uh, and again, he's laying on the bench as she's riding him. I get it. Yeah, me too. No, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> Betty's enjoying herself in the hot tub. I'm sorry. Caressing <laughs> Bud's back a bit. But he's clearly disinterested. We see the ref blowing the football player, Flate Gate itself here. Oh, yeah. See, I told you. <laughs> she finishes him off with her mouth, and he spurts cum, and she rubs it on her face and sucks his cock a bit more. Wasteful. <laughs> she yeah. uh, blows the whistle and says, touchdown. Yeah, I don't think... I got scared when she blew the whistle. It was too loud. It was. was it was very jarring. Um, you had something to say about her her eye contact, I believe. Oh, when she was given head, yeah, he was. She was very non blinking, like, like. Yeah, it was, it was intense. Real weird. You called her a vulture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some intense focus. Yeah. It 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 made me a tiny bit uncomfortable. She's waiting for that meat to 
She's waiting for that meat to drop. <laughs> That's what vultures do. They love meat. Oh, I thought they just, I thought they went up to the carcass. They go up to the carcass, but it's got to drop first. Oh, they don't just pick it off? I mean, the, the meat itself has to drop like the creature dies. Okay. It's to drop to the ground. I'm speaking in... Um, oh, okay. I thought you meant literally fall off the bone. That would be good, too. I like when my meat falls off the bone and is all rotted. <laughs> okay. You are the vulture of the podcast, really. I've eaten street steak, and I'm not too proud to admit it. <laughs> Where did you get street steak? It fell out of the box I had. <sighs> he had leftovers, and it fell onto the street, and, and then he sh- ate it and got sick. And I didn't get sick. I shared it with the cat. <laughs> <laughs> is the cat okay? Yeah, it's Rezzy. She's, oh, she's fine. alive and kicking. She's fine. Yeah, she loves... Street steak, and so do I. <laughs> you can't tell what's gravel and what's um, like Season. kosher salt. Yeah, 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 kosher salt, peppercorns. <laughs> Gotta wash it off and hope for the best. All right. Well, we cut to Bud still ignoring Betty and uh, watching football. Betty takes the headphones off his head and tells him he might want to watch this with her. Uh, the she's porno really, that she's watching. She's very desperate. She got she the is. porn like themed like specifically to him yeah and she doesn't appreciate it and if i was married to net haven let me tell you i would appreciate it yeah i think we all would yeah that was a nice effort on her part i'll get married to her now (laughs) and haven if you're out there and you want to get married i'll marry you oh yeah that's sweet for international women's day i'll marry you in that haven <laughs> prove what an ally i am well bud instead gets annoyed and says he'll watch that with her tomorrow night and betty says bullshit and notes that tomorrow is monday night as in monday night football it's the night his friends all come over and guzzle beer and pee in the hot tub fuck yeah Ooh. as she's complaining he's already tuned her out again with his headphones back on as we've established they live in the hot tub so that's the only place to piss too yeah, oh, but there's plants behind them. That's true. That's true. But if you're already settled down, you're in there. You got the I jets guess. on your lower back. I'm, my kidneys are just going to release like pretty much automatically, <laughs> like a baby again. <laughs> Betty notes that not only is tomorrow night Monday night football, but on Tuesday he plays tackle football. Wednesday he coaches little league football. Thursday, he watches football reruns. Friday, it's more football. And Saturday, it starts all over. I think one of them is electronic football, like the old okay. game, maybe. So he's like playing with his friends. He presages our modern uh, sports gambling addicted culture. Yeah. Where you can do microtransactions on every play. <laughs> I don't si- understand sports gambling. It doesn't make sense to me. It's sick and degenerate, and that's coming from a guy who does a porn podcast. <laughs> I don't, I don't fully understand it, but I also don't think I care. Gambling, it's, it's just an excuse to gamble. Yeah, and it's just an excuse for them Maybe to it's... chop every possible transaction down into as many small transactions as possible. Okay, yeah. To, Maybe the, it's just gambling. I don't understand. Yeah, this is micro gambling. It's oh. smaller. Yeah, so it's teeny tiny. Yeah, and you but could, there's big losses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's, that's my little diatribe. I don't. If you if you like fantasy football, it's sick. 
<laughs> Appalling, even. Betty says, if Bud doesn't want to do anything well, and she says, fuck you. And they drummed Pete Rose out of the Hall of Fame <laughs> for things that are uh, legal now. I guess. I don't know. I don't know what Pete Rose did. Pete Rose was in trouble for gambling because he was still involved in the sport. Oh, yeah. He uh, was just throwing games, right? I don't know if it was that, like, clear cut of a ethics violation, but it was still, like, one of those things where you could make that argument that he was either himself doing something or maybe he knew people he was having do things. I don't know. If I was a sports star, I would throw all kinds of matches. Especially if the mob was going to pay me more. <laughs> or if they were going to break my fucking knees. You bet. You better believe it. I'm going to let uh, Muhammad Ali punch me in the mouth. <laughs> no, you're not. No, I would die. He would, punch <laughs> my, he would punch my face out through the back of my skull. <laughs> and he's been dead for like a decade. <laughs> Has it been a decade? It's been a while since he died, right? It's been... Yeah, uh, it might I don't not know. be quite a decade. It's been... Uh, Several years at least. Yeah, like, yeah. He died when I was still, uh, I was working at one company because this real annoying lady was like, "I'm taking off for his funeral. I'm going to go cruise <laughs> up and down Broadway." <laughs> I mean, there was a parade that went right past my auntie's house. Where I'm saying it right now. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah. It, it happened. It was all over the place, and I was like, "You don't even do work when you're here. What's the matter <laughs> if you take off?" Well, all I'll say to wrap up our conversation on gambling is that I don't actually know the whole details on the Pete Rose situation. God's against it. But I it. do know that God's against it. Kane chokeslammed Pete Rose oh, good. at WrestleMania, and that's really all that matters. You know what? Sure. I have to forgive Pete Rose then, because that's like, it's like a biblical punishment to get chokeslammed by Kane <laughs> yeah. by the most fucking brain-damaged mayor in America. <laughs> yeah. You know, if I didn't know that he was an actual mayor, I would think that his Twitter account was a parody account. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Betty gets up out of the hot tub and beans Bud in the head with a football. We then cut to Betty on the phone venting about this to one of her friends. She makes plans to meet with them at the club this afternoon. Then we cut to Betty kissing Angie, played by Nicole Black. It's a real smash cut. Yeah. It really I had no idea how we got here. You glossed over the fact that she's keeping a bunch of birds. Uh, I didn't notice that. There was only two of them. There, I don't... Why? Why do we need to know that they have birds? There was only two of them. I Is mean, it, I don't know. It's their hobby. I don't I know. I've gonna... already established that I hate birds. Yeah, I thought We've there was going to... I tuned them I out. I like birds. Why? I, because they're they defy gravity. I think that that's the that might be the thing I hate most about them. I like that they're going against God's design by flying through the air. I hate that they're going against God des- God's design <laughs> by flying in the air. This is um this is a debate we probably can't settle here. No. What do you think? You're a tiebreaker. What do you think about? Do you think they go or they they? Is it good or bad they go against God's design? Um, well, I am don't know if are I can be pro, unbiased. Yeah, are you, you pro or anti-abomination? Are you pro or anti-God? I usually sit on my front porch with broken binoculars and watch birds and mutter through, like, under my breath. Like, oh, look at them bastards over there. I hate you, birds. So, I don't know. 
if, so the, if that means I'm you're against them. I'm yeah. Oh, I'm very much against birds, yeah. except for like those secretary birds. Bonk of the week. All right, I think you've gone crazy with your bonks of the week. You've had entirely too many. Is it, no, I'll tell you when I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, at the club, we have Betty making out with Angie, again played by Nicole Black, and we pan down to see Irene, played by Lisa DeLeo. Uh, she's licking Betty's nipples. Mm. So this trio of ladies is having a fun, sensual time together. This seems like a great club. It really does. I don't think this is a club. Uh, Maybe this is what they do in their club. Like, oh, yeah. Little... yeah, it's like a. I think it's like a sauna room or something at yeah. this club that they go to. It's like a hot rackets kind of club. Yeah, something okay. like that. All right, all right. You got to put it in <laughs> in terms that you would understand, like yeah. another porno. <laughs> yeah, I really. That's how I understand the world. <laughs> Uh, so we see them kissing softly and lightly caressing one another's pubic regions for a bit as they lick each other's nipples. This continues for a bit with the ladies taking turns sharing their affections. We see Betty walk away from the other two and lather up in the shower while Irene pulls out a hard plastic vibrator, Ugh. as was the style of the time. Yeah, we. Ugh. I was disgusted by this vibrator. I do not care for the grooves on it. Yeah, I, like, I bet there's all kinds of nasty stuff. shit in that, those yeah. grooves. And as they zoom in, that does seem to be the case. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's uh, rubbing it first against Angie's chest and shoulders, then moves it down to lightly massage her clit, and then starts to fuck her with it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> this only goes on briefly, and we cut to the three ladies in the shower together. Angie talks about how her husband was the same way with football as Betty's. And Irene talks about the same happening with her man in basketball. Irene then talks about how they should go to ladies' night at the Diplomat Club, where the only men there are the ones that serve drinks and dance. Angie and Betty are excited about this idea, neither having been there before. Irene states, Like I say, if there's no food in the kitchen, you gotta eat out. Ha ha! I get it. It's, um... Talking about footlongs and such. <laughs> <laughs> so, Better sell those in the store. <laughs> yeah, they got them. You gotta eat out. We cut to the Diplomat Club, where Herschel Savage is the bartender. And uh, apparently, not only is he serving drinks, but he's getting blown behind the counter. Oh, I love this girl. Uh, he plays off his excitement of getting blown as a reaction to the game that's on TV. As he tries to do his job and lean around, his BJ partner is following his dick around and really being tenacious here, as we'll see throughout the film. Mm-hmm. We see a woman being greeted by the valet of the club, who we get to know a little bit more later. He doesn't look like a real valet. Yeah. He's not wearing the... He's wearing like a paint coverall. He's not wearing paint coveralls. He's not wearing like the, the red the suit jacket you know yeah i don't trust him with my car (laughs) that's fair i wouldn't let him park my car i would park it myself we get some shots of the bar itself full of ladies as uh herschel still getting blown we then cut to see irene there with angie and betty irene tells them to give this place a chance and betty somewhat annoyed answers she is she's here after all 
She does, however, seem to be annoyed at the football game on the TV and turns it off, which annoys Hirsch, who turns it back on. The ladies talk about watching the show, which leads us to cut to the MC played by Paul Thomas. Yes. He introduces the wet underwear contest. Oh. Yeah, you remember that. Yes, no, it's about to be good. So first up is Bob Bigelow, played by Mike Horner. Yay! And then Dennis McKinnick, played by Sean Sullivan. Boo! <laughs> Boo! I got you. Thank I'm, you. I'm on it. Thank yeah. you. They dance out onto the stage in their briefs. They're very tight briefs that mm-hmm. very much show off their cocks. Yeah, uh, and Bob Bigelow is Mike. You already say who they played by? Yes, Mike well, Horner. Mike Horner. I just want to say it again. My corner. Yeah. My cunt. <laughs> <laughs> we had a guy in high school whose name was Mike Hunt. It was really? Funny. Yeah. That's, That's funny. pretty good. Yeah. His uh, parents were stupid. There was also a just there was also a just in case. <laughs> oh, that's gross. That <laughs> blows. Well, our MC encourages everyone to wet them up. And so all the ladies <laughs> start to pull out oh, these uh, yeah, little cheap this. dollar that store was great. Uh, the, water the pistols. Guns. Yeah. Little... And uh, starts to shoot their uh, briefs with water. Basically. Which was, it seems really inefficient to me, but whatever. They, were they have fun. a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah no, it's, it's, it's a good time. It's a good yeah. time. And we, and we aren't really in the super soaker era. At this yeah. point, and something, and really, if you're in the super soaker era, there's gonna be some like, like fucking jerk in the club who pumps it until it won't go back anymore. Yeah, and just pressure washes thing. like the flesh off your dick. Yeah, he's gonna yeah. hit him in the balls and make him pass out. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> I got as a as a, a young teen, I got fucking nailed in the balls with an ice ball and just laid in oh, the snow God. for like thirty minutes crying. Oh, <laughs> it was no. Maybe the worst pain of ever felt in my life that sounds oh. awful <laughs> that sounds terrible we get some close-ups of their dong outlines and see some cutaways to Hirsch still getting blown uh we see betty staring dreamily at their packages and then this cuts to a fantasy we see betty there wet wearing nothing but a white wet t-shirt contest shirt uh, yeah. Otherwise bottomless, with the two contestants at either side of her. It's Ginger's wet t-shirt contest. It is. Oh, okay. I don't know what that is, but I want to go there. <laughs> Where the gingers? I've never been to a wet t-shirt contest. I bet that would be fun. Yeah, I I've can never imagine. Been to one. Oh, I don't man. know. Do they still exist? I hope so. I hope our woke era hasn't completely eradicated the wet t-shirt contest. <laughs> well, that's a choice. Yeah, it's a child, not a choice. Wait. <laughs> no, it's a no. choice, not a child. Yeah, that's right. Thank God. Yeah, I don't want to see a child's wet t-shirt contest. No. I'm deleting uh... that from my mind, and you delete that from the episode. Betty, s- <laughs> Betty sinks down next to the guys, gently rolling down their underwear and exposing their cocks in turn, lightly reaching out and touching them. And after a few moments, we see she's stroking both cocks as the men stand on either side of her while they reach between her legs from behind and play with her a bit. Oh, this is a, I love this scene. I Same. think it's really good. I love, like, I like the way it's lit. I like the way it's lit. I like the soft, like, erotic, uh, electric guitar that's kind of going through the yeah. whole time, <laughs> just soloing the whole time. It's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
She finishes them off with her hands in turn and uh, holds her cum-covered hands up and stares at them with a sense of accomplishment on her face. I think, As you do. I think, well, I think Bob Bigelow, I think you have some things to say. Oh, yeah. Um. So I was riveted during the Bob Bigelow uh, portions of the performance. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and See then, that load he blew? Oh, my God, such a load. It's gonna pop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was there was there was distance and 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 amount. Yeah. Volume. And consistency. Volume, yeah. It was it yeah, was the wonderful. distance was yeah, it, it really blew. We had to rewind. It was yeah, we wonderful. rewound it and watched it twice. <laughs> it was great. It, it was beautiful. We watched it on VHS, which is why we were rewinding it. Yeah. We were being kind. Did you eject it, put in your put it into your rewinder for a few seconds, eject it and put it back in your VCR? No, I fucked up the tape by just rewinding it raw. Okay. <laughs> uh well she takes her hands and holds them up to her face and squeezes her fists and we blur out and return to reality where uh, Paul Thomas is polling the audience for the winner and uh, Dennis McKinnick seems to win, which I think is bullshit. Boo! Boo, tomato, tomato, tomato. I don't have a tomato. Is that a bonk? He can is that the, the bonk, bonk of the week? <laughs> it's one of them. Uh, meanwhile... I'm going to tally up the bonks of the week at the end and see who wins. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, the bartender's still getting blown behind the bar. A woman knocks over her drink, splashing the bartender's dick and the woman blowing him. But she keeps going like a trooper as the... uh, She's a real champ. Hirsch is still getting blown behind the bar. A woman comes up and knocks over her drink, which splashes the bartender's dick and the woman blowing him. But she keeps going like a trooper as Hirsch, annoyed, wipes up. Next up on stage is Kevin Mercury, who's in a black bodysuit with a panther on the front. Yeah, and the sound, the song almost sounds like another one bites the dust for a little bit. It does. <laughs> it does. I thought it was just me. Yeah. Well, he dances around a bit, ripping the odd clasps that are running down the side of his suit uh, yeah. that hold the front and back of his outfit together. I think we talked about, did we talk about these last week, how I wanted the... And he did some of these. Oh, the tearaway <laughs> pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was going to be like Kevin Kevin Mercury. Yeah. <laughs> we see Irene talk to Johnny, who apparently is like a waiter who works there. Uh, she knows him though, and he offers to show her the ballroom, <laughs> and she and she suggests that they rack up some balls. So. We cut back to Mr. Mercury on stage, who's down to his banana hammock. And we then cut back to Irene, who is with Johnny, as they walk upstairs and stop at the top of the stairs to watch a couple, played by Starwood and Felix Sleed, who uh, seem to be playing strip pool. The lady lowers her top when the guy sinks a ball. Blair Harris is the waiter, and we've seen him in... What was he in? He's been in several things. I've seen his face before. Was he in the Taboo films, or at least one of them? He uh, he might have been. Um, he has 143 credits on IMDb. So. Oh, yeah, including Anal Annie Just Can't Say No, which we might have to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a, a lot of fun, yeah. Uh, 
He was in... Oh, he was in Carnal Highways as David Blair. Okay. He was in Pretty Peaches. There you go. Uh, well, in an uncredited role, I guess, as Swinger in Lavender Suit, so probably like in the orgy at the end. Certainly. <laughs> uh, Johnny notes that he's never seen this game played like this before, and Irene notes it's a hard game to play. The woman sinks a ball herself, and the guy takes off his shirt. Irene and Johnny are talking more as they watch. Irene notes that Roger is always watching sports. Johnny asks, even with a hot old lady like you around? Irene jokingly takes offense to him using the word old. He was an I am almost, I am always ready. Okay. He's a Tobolina regular, it yeah. seems like, <laughs> uh, based on his IMDb. Um, this really follows on from I am always ready. There's a lot of the same male talent. Yeah. We see Irene sink to the floor, seemingly to suck uh, Johnny's cock a bit, though it's uh, out of frame. The pool-playing guy is forced to take off his pants due to his failings, and we cut back to Irene revealing her breasts and making out with Johnny. We see the pool-player guy going down on the lady he's with, and after a bit, we see the guy straddle her chest as she sucks his cock, and Irene and Johnny continue watching. They then approach the table, and Irene asks the pool-playing couple if there's room for more, and they note there's room for more, and they love company. So as the pool-playing lady blows the pool-playing guy, Johnny lays Irene's back onto the table and starts to fuck her as uh, Irene is now down to her garters, thigh highs, and panties, which are pushed to the side. This continues for a bit, and then Irene switches to doggy position, as the pool players switch and the guy goes down on the lady again. Some snobby lady is talking to Herschel at the bar, and he's clearly more focused on his BJ. Yeah, he's been getting gooned for a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I respect that girl. She's doing the Lord's work. Yeah, yes, I bet is. her jaw is tired. Oh, most definitely. Like, if you consider, like, in, a, in, the, uh, in the interior of the, the filmic world... We're in. She's been sucking it for a, a while. Yeah, I'm sure the real scene was probably like ten minutes cut up. You know, something like yeah. that. But if if you really buy into it, if you believe, if you believe in fairies, if you believe in fairy birds, clap your hands, and then you'll get blown all night long. <laughs> right? Yes. That's what ET taught me. Oh, it's extra testicle. Oh, <laughs> The fucking continues in the pool room, and Irene asks the pool-playing guy to get up on the table, and she starts to blow him. The pool-playing lady says not to leave her by herself, so Johnny switches over and starts to fuck her. After a bit, Johnny pulls out and comes on the uh, pool-playing lady's pubes. Irene finishes off the pool guy as well and uh, smears around his cum and squeezes his cock a bit more. We then cut to Bud in the hot tub again, where he and two other guys are naked in there. Yeah, um, and they're all jacking each other. <laughs> I so, wish that's what was happening. Yeah, I was really, I was, I was like, are they all going to fuck? That would have been kind of, kind of cool. But yeah, all three guys are in there naked. Uh, this is Ed played by Billy D and Stan played by Jeff Scott. They're watching football games and looking at papers and magazines, cheering and being dumb. 
but as Stan's looking at the paper, he sees an advertisement <laughs> for former cowboy cheerleaders who want to cheer you up. Oh, Debbie. <laughs> yes. Uh, it says to call any time, and Bud tunes all of this out, but Ed and Stan excitedly call. We cut back to the Diplomat Club, and Betty and Angie are still at their table watching the show. Betty seems to be having a better time than Angie. She's not really feeling it. Angie has passed out. I think you're underselling it. Oh, right? yeah. She's just like unconscious at the table at this point. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The MC comes out and talks about going to the Giants game and a bunch of other stuff. And then he starts to sing the song Feelings. Yeah. And uh, it's calls, weird. He calls everyone in the audience, you people. <laughs> wow, I was like, what do you mean? Wait, Wait. You people. The MC is Paul Thomas, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I remember yeah. him. He's in Jesus Christ Superstar. I kept telling you that. You told me that, but I don't have any <laughs> reference for Jesus Christ Superstar. He played... Was, um, he, was he Jesus Christ? No, he played like one of the apostles, maybe. Oh. Simon? I don't know. One of them. We cut to Bud's hot tub, and the two cheerleaders show up, played by Tiger and Sonya Summers. Bud notes it's halftime, and the three guys follow the cheerleaders off screen as they rush off, I guess inside. They, but, they live in the hot tub. There's yeah. no inside. <laughs> that is inside. Yeah. If then, you're in the hot tub, you're inside. <laughs> Back at the Diplomat Club, the MC says he's going to choose a lady to be his assistant as he croons more. For what? Betty excitedly volunteers and is chosen. Back at the hot tub, uh, well, they didn't really go anywhere because the guys and ladies are in the hot tub. That's inside. And uh, Stan and Ed are undressing the cheerleaders while Bud complains about not being able to see the TV. I get it. Uh <sighs> Sonia Summers has braces. Yes, she does. How old is she? Uh, certainly over 18. Old enough, we'll say. <laughs> we hope. <laughs> well, they're, they're Cowboys cheerleaders, so you would think that they were uh, above college age. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where they get the cheerleaders from. They could just pick them up off the street. There's a reality show so. for that. Is there? Yeah. In like the early to mid-2000s, there was a... Dallas Cowboy Cheerleader tryout reality show. It's on Pluto TV. Oh, well, we'll have to watch that later. Mm -hmm. We'll have to watch some of that in, um, in between Unsolved Mysteries and Steve Volkos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, the cheerleaders are blowing Ed and Stan, and Bud is locked in watching sports and yelling at the TV again. We cut back to the Diplomat Club, and the MC is singing and softly dancing with Betty. Uh, he sits her onto a sofa and slowly lowers the top of her dress, uh, revealing her breasts and gently caressing them. He then works his way down Betty's body and starts to softly go down on her. Meanwhile, Bud is still watching the games while Tiger is riding Ed's cock and Stan is fucking Sonya on the side of the hot tub. Oh yeah, there's a really... When the orgy first starts, there is a scene that is... Some very lovely blocking. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Where uh, one couple is on one side of the frame and the other couple's on the other. And Bud's yeah. in the middle. <laughs> worthy of uh, Kurosawa. <laughs> it's really, it was really nice. Yeah. It was really nice. At the Diplomat Club, we see Angie leaving. She tells the valet that this place really isn't her scene. She's more into one-on-one -on -one attention. The valet says he's that way, too, and asks if she'd want to go for a ride with him. She tells him to hop in. Yeah. 
We cut back to the hot tub, and Ed's going down on Sonya and Tiger's riding Stan, as Bud is still watching the TV, yelling about the ref. Ugh, Bud. Is this about the point where Tiger's, like, it might be just a little bit later, Tiger's, like, standing up on the edge of the hot tub while she's getting fingered? Maybe. I don't uh, know. It looks dangerous. It looks dangerous. That's, that's <laughs> a slippery surface. They need OSHA on this set <laughs> to make sure everyone's okay. The uh, MC at the club tells Betty that he's going to make love to her, and she seems to welcome it, helping him take his pants down as he takes off his jacket and vest, and uh, Betty sucks his cock as he's unbuttoning his shirt. She sucks and strokes his cock for a bit, and he notes it's nice to be back there with her, where he doesn't have to act and can be real with her. He gets down on his knees in front of her and finishes undressing before climbing onto the couch next to her. And uh, starting to fuck her as he kneels on the couch and she lays on her side. Um, what do you think is going on on stage while this is happening? Um, I'm sure some, some boys men- are out there in their banana hammocks okay. waving Kevin, their packages around. Kevin Mercury came back for an encore poem, uh, performance. I oh, was yeah. concerned that like they were just sitting out there <laughs> on their. And we should know they're in. They're on like benches. Like hardwood benches. benches, yeah, like the kind of used, to, like they're kind of like in like a Burger King or something like that. <laughs> and my theory is, is the ladies get too wet to have like a nice, uh, <laughs> nice upholstered seating. Upholstered seating, yeah, yeah, that it's makes sense. too much cleaning. They could put plastic on the upholstery. I've seen it. They could, yeah, just put down plastic sheets every time. Every- <laughs> Like, they have a sign out front that's like sheets changed hourly <laughs> for your health. This continues for a bit. They make out some. Betty lays on her back and the MC fucks her more. After a bit, the MC sits on the couch and Betty rides him in a sitting cowgirl position. I take umbrage with this couch. Yeah, this couch gets fucked apart. Like, is it a real couch or is it one of those like foley things that looks like, like a couch? It looks like a weird like inflate. It's like almost like futon? an inflatable couch, but it's not. <laughs> but like it falls apart as they're fucking on it throughout the scene. Well, I'm sure they returned it to Rena Center. Yeah, as intact <laughs> as is. Yeah, yeah as is. That's for the that's for the Rena Center boy. <laughs> <laughs> Not their problem. Yeah. The MC mounts <laughs> all over that Rena Center couch. The MC mounts Betty doggy style from behind. He tells her he's gonna fuck her good and hard until he comes, and indeed he starts to fuck her good and hard. And does so until he pulls out and comes on her back, sticking his cock back in for a few more thrusts and kissing Betty a bit afterwards. Herschel Savage, meanwhile, is still being blown as he tends bar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The sucking and fucking continues in the hot tub as this putz bud is paying attention to the game. Tiger's sucking Stan, Ed's fucking Sonya. Back in Angie's car, she's making out with the valet. They kiss for a bit. And he starts to reach down into her panties, noting that she's soaking wet. She demands he goes harder at her. Back inside, the uh, bartender is bent over the bar, shaking and really enjoying himself as he's still being blown. The lady behind the bar finally finishes him off, sucking him and stroking out his load all over her face and tongue. Wasteful. He he didn't blow as much as that. would hope you would for someone who's been edged across the entirety of the film. <laughs> but, you know. You know. 
he yeah. might have been shooting multiple films that day. This could be like his last load of the day. Who knows? Yeah, he, he was probably really dehydrated. Yeah, he's just been drinking See, alcohol. Yeah, gets dehydrated, Jeremy. I believe it. I believe in hydration. The bartender chants Houston Oilers number one a few times and then collapses on the bar. He's oiling her up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Back in White the- gold. <laughs> Texas seed. <laughs> Come, that is. <laughs> oh, that was wonderful. Thank, Thank you. you. You're welcome. <laughs> we cut back to the car with Angie and the valet. They're making out and fondling each other. Uh, the valet tries to nudge Angie to blow him, and she says she can't do that. She wouldn't even do that with her husband after eight years. He suggests she gives it a chance. It's time to make changes. He's being <laughs> persuasive. He's being, he, we've both decided he was very pushy. Yes, he was very yeah. pushy. Yeah. yeah, he was. He was trying to wear her down. But it worked. Yeah, yeah it seemed to work. And sometimes, you know, the squeaky wheel gets that grease. <laughs> that grease is uh, Angie Black's mouth. (laughs) So he urges her to just put her mouth on it, and maybe she'll like it. She does put her mouth on it, and she admits soon after that it was all right. She says she could learn to like that, and the valet encourages her to see how big and hard she can make it by sucking on it. And indeed, she sucks more, and it seems to get bigger and harder. Excellent. It'll do that. Yeah, sometimes that's how it do. The valet compliments her on a job well done and suggests that now he'd like to be inside of her, and Angie says she'd like that too. So she climbs on his lap in the back seat and rides him in sitting cowgirl as he grabs and licks her breasts. My main concern is how chafed he would be from these coveralls. I feel like the <laughs> zipper's got to be like around his shaft or his balls at various <laughs> oh, times. Oh, no, he has a little... little rubbing spot there yeah i don't like it he had to put some aloe vera on it yeah and with her on there uh, her pubes are gonna get all tangled up in that oh no it's like that girl uh at connects motor and accidentally wound it up in her hair in fourth grade (laughs) wow yeah it's just like that she was not happy i i would imagine so she killed the school she killed the class gerbil she on purpose? Picked, no, she picked it up and it got scared and it did like a dive and it broke its neck on the edge of the, <laughs> the, the, of the case oh, and shit. just bled out everywhere. Oh my god. <laughs> that's why you don't wear coveralls when you fuck. Okay. Uh, that's, why you don't, that's the moral of the story. You don't spit into the wind. You don't tug on Superman's cape. Don't wear overalls when you fuck. You don't mess around with Jeremy. Uh, oh god. So, uh... <laughs> The valet asks Angie if she ever did it with her husband where he was behind her while she was on her knees. She says she liked that, so the valet suggests they give it a shot, and they do, with him fucking her doggy style in the back seat of this car. She says she's never had it done this nicely before. After a bit, she apologizes for being old-fashioned, but requests missionary. The valet is happy to deliver. Get a close-up on the con. It's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) We cut to the hot tub with Ed finishing on Tiger's face and tongue as Bud is still cheering the football game on TV. I will say, uh, whoever's getting blown by Tiger wasn't hard before the scene cut. No. And then by the time they cut back, he's like, oh, I've come. (laughs) Um, So there's a lot of work going on off camera. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. 
Stan pulls out of Sonya's vagina, and she finishes Stan off on her pubes with her hand, and they make out a bit more. Ed says, thank God I can read. We cut to Angie, riding the valet reverse cowgirl, and he says he's going to come soon. She tells him not to come inside her, and he promises to tell her and pull out. Thank God I can read? Because he read the newspaper and found the the cheerleaders. Oh, okay. okay. All right. I like when you ask questions like (laughs) 30 seconds to a minute later. I am on another plane than you. With this amazing brain, I'm calculating. I'm doing 5D chess. You're on the first dimension for me. When you're talking... I've ascended to at least four dimensions, and I'm working on problems that you wish you could even begin to comprehend. So that's why you do that thing where you... And for you, that gives you Bonk of the Week. I think you deserve Bonk of the Week, because you're constantly like adding things to the conversation that I've already said, because you don't pay attention to what I'm saying. I'm paying attention, but, you know, you're vibrating at a lower frequency. <laughs> <laughs> it's just—it's not as important as I'm doing like slider stuff. I'm fighting big mosquitoes, oh. so you don't have to. Do you want to fight big mosquitoes, or do you want to talk about porn? You're not the Jerry O'Connell of this cod of this podcast <laughs> of this podcast. <laughs> oh, welcome back to the 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 raincoat report. I'm the the Gordon's fisherman. I'm in a big raincoat. We're getting caught. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Tell me about ladies' night. In the hot tub, the cheerleaders and guys are cheering and having fun, though Bud seems annoyed because, again, he's trying to watch the TV. They're blocking the goddamn TV. Well. In the car, the valet indeed pulls out and comes on Angie's pubes, and they cuddle and kiss more. He asks her if she's going to come back to the club again, and she says, you bet, and they make out more. We cut back to Bud at home. He's having coffee and a bagel, looking at the paper. Seeming to have a good time, Betty walks up and kisses him, wishing him a good morning. She bumps into a pom-pom on a nearby plant, clearly left by the cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. Bud asks if she had a good night, and Betty says yes. She'll have to go out with the girls more often and let him have time with the guys. Betty gives him a present. <laughs> a wrist TV. Yes. This was dumb on her part. What does she think? Yeah, what does she think is going to happen here? Well, she's trying to give him something he appreciates, and indeed, at first, he's very appreciative. But then, he realizes that football's on, so he turns on the wrist TV and tunes her out. He notes how good the reception is, and then we get credits to the sound of the game going on in the background. Wrist wrist TVs didn't really make it to the new century. No. No, not quite. You've got one in your palm now. You can watch all the TV you want on your phone, but it's not on your wrist. We need to get smart watches with a higher resolution screen so yeah. we can just watch TV we've all got on carpal, your wrist. We've got a carpal tunnel now because we were holding our phones. Yeah. Watching um, Handmaid's Tale, probably. <laughs> well, I've or, got carpal tunnel from watching pornography on my phone. I get that. And jacking got it, my dick. Yeah, so you've got it in both wrists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, It'd be easy. Like, if it was on your thing, you could be like, you do upside down, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm looking at the screen. And look how much she's shaking while I jack it. <laughs> It'd be All a whole new genre. With one hand of- and the other hand, take a sip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, as we take uh, one last sip, we're going to take a break here on the Raincoat Report. 
Yeah. And then we'll be back to give our final thoughts on Ladies' Night. I think the final moral of this film is that nothing really changes. Oh, yeah. It's bleak. But uh, we'll talk about that in the review. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Welcome back to the the raincoat review. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping right into it with ladies' night, Sally. Ah, what do you think about this movie? Um, I would go on this ladies' night. Yeah, I would hang out with these three white women and then go have sex with people. Who would you have sex with? On my ladies' night. Yeah. Probably the first drunk girl who was nice to me in the bathroom. Oh, it does sound nice. There, there wasn't <laughs> enough. There wasn't enough. There was not enough lesbianism on this ladies' night. No, no. Just it'll, that club that, scene. Yeah, it'll yeah, happen beforehand. Yeah, on ladies' night, there there was none really. Yeah. No, no. So um, no, but uh, I saw a TikTok once about um, a rose party. Okay. It's just a bunch like of chicks a, get a together from a rose party. with their rose vibrators and, and there. see how long it can stay on the clit. Oh. And then all I know is that it ends in a cunnilingus orgy. I don't really know what the rules are, but I'd like to go see the game. As someone okay. without a vagina, I must say, I, I would like to see that. I, yeah. But what did you think about this film? Oh, this movie. Um, <laughs> I really, I really diverted there. Um. <laughs> It happens. That's how the show goes. Um, yeah. I enjoyed it. I like watching these old pornos because I like looking at the clothes. Yeah. And um, I think if you're into old technology, this is definitely one to uh, you can appreciate with the grooved vibrator and the, the wrist mounted Oh, I hated that television. vibrator. <laughs> Yeah, I hated that. I was really you were very, was very unhappy the I whole was, time it was on the screen. <laughs> because it just looked like I could just feel the it's itching dirty. and burning afterwards. Yeah, that dirty. would be terrible. Yeah. That would be so bad. I enjoyed the jarring cut to the girl scene. That was nice. Yeah. You like that um, part? I didn't know how we got there, but I liked that we were there. Okay. Um, a lot of lady touching. That was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like this movie was obscene, or do you think it had some moral instruction for you because how we're judging films now right oh is yes. it yes oh like god why'd y'all do this heavy we never shit? did that before last week and last week i never actually did it i never gave my <laughs> moral opinion on i'm um, always ready <laughs> my moral opinion on ladies night is that you should have a ladies night in case you don't have anything else to do and don't want to watch football you would know? you say that the Supreme Court would consider this art or obscenity? Oh. Do you think that it has redeeming social value? I think it does, because... Oh, God. 
Ugh, y'all making me push it out of my ass. Um, <laughs> I think that it has artistic value because life imitates art. Okay, yeah. That's and, true. That's uh, so where we're going to get to dick down by Paul Thomas tonight. He had, oh, no. he had a, his stroke was wonderful. I'd let him do it. He had good stroke game. I'd let him do it. I will it. say, yeah. You can, in his singing, you can see why he was cast in Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> <laughs> he has a beautiful voice. He has a beautiful voice. Yeah. Um, well, if you had to say, say um, this movie was a galaxy, how okay. many stars would you put in the sky for it? <laughs> On a scale of five. On a scale of five. Um... Seeing as how it's not my absolute favorite thing we've ever watched, I'd probably... This is your first episode. How do you mean? I watch the porns. Okay, good. I see them. <laughs> She's developed a parasocial relationship with us. She's our stan. I am an intern who doesn't understand She's stan assignments. Um, <laughs> Wait, um, is she why you needed to buy a gun? Potentially. Okay. Oh, I'm too lazy for him to need a gun. Yeah, I'll just get her. I'll put a pill over her face. She won't. <laughs> she won't even resist. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Um, you asked me a question. Did you just stars. ask me a question? Stars. Okay. I would probably give. When it- I want movies, I want to see stars. <laughs> Stop. Sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm. I don't even bring up nineties dad campaigns oh god okay so i would rate this movie a out of five mm, like 2.75 maybe okay because while i like seeing boobs and penis and butts and things that was fun and there were some interesting scenes there were i had too many i don't know why but the the pool hall scene kind of evaporated from my mind i don't fully understand i do remember not remember if, really if they had come or not because and they it did. went on for i was concerned they were going to scratch the felt <laughs> <laughs> i'm very concerned about the integrity of billiards yeah we we've seen quite a few sex scenes on pool tables on this show and it is uh concerning for uh, those pool tables. But again, they're just going to take it back to rent center so it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. This is rented. So you're giving this a 2.75? Yes. Okay. Um, well, as a longtime fan of the Rinker Report, you know we don't give deci- decimals. We, we don't give quarter stars. We don't give quarter you can stars. give oh. half stars. Okay, because so. I heard a half star and I thought that I had free Bonk rain. of the week, Sally. Uh, <laughs> that's fine. I give it four stars. Four stars? I... I love Ladies Night. We've been watching too many Franco Fe- Franco movies. This was a refreshing return to form. Uh, some of my favorites uh, all gathered up. I would say if this film has a flaw, it's that the uh, it's probably the hot tub scene. Okay. It doesn't add much to Ladies Night. Let's say. And uh, I thought the lighting was kind of bad on some of it to yeah. the point where they like looked like pale fish flesh <laughs> and maybe uncomfortable i don't like to think about fish fucking okay that's fair um so four stars i love ladies night i want to go there i want to go to the bar the diplomat club i want to go to the diplomat club i want to get i want herschel savage to blow me <laughs> I, want, I want paul thomas to blow my back out <laughs> i want annette haven to jerk me off on stage and i, I come gallons nice <laughs> You know, this is just the kind of feel-good porn 
I've been missing. You know, we've been needing. I've been. It's it's it's, it's scratch my itch. Yeah, I'm uh, perhaps not quite as enthusiastic about this. Someone I would wants say a bonk of the week. <laughs> You've been it. too flagrant with these bonks. Well, they're gonna lose all their meaning. They really at this will. Point. No, they won't. Mm-hmm. They'll all be a powerful strike against my foes. I don't know. My <laughs> bonk felt kind of weak. Nothing. I caved your dumb head in. You look like a fucking fool. <laughs> okay. I'll say that I think that there's a, there's some humor in this, and I think that that's a fun part of it. I think that the approach of following these ladies as they go out and have some fun with guys after they're uh, not being treated well by their men, I think that that's a lot of fun. But at the same time, I would say that some of the sex was good. Some of it was just kind of, eh. Yeah. None of it was bad, but right. I would say that uh, not all of the scenes were that exciting. Yeah, the valet scene, eh. Yeah. I could have done without that. I didn't I, either. I think the hot tub scene, if you'd replaced it with some scenes of all their husbands being just duds, uh-huh. it would have really compelled you to really love Ladies Night. Because you're like, oh, wow, look at them getting their backs blown out. Yeah, I mean, I I found uh, it amusing that, you know, Bud's still watching TV as all this sex mm-hmm. is happening around him. But at the same time, I would say that the sex in the scene wasn't really that exciting. No, no. Um, I do really like Herschel Savage getting blown all night. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like him that, collapsing. That yeah. was fine. <laughs> um, you know, this this has some charm to it, but I would say that if you compare it to like a middle-of-the-road Bob Chin comedy, I would say this falls a little bit short of that. You think so? Yeah, I would say that, you know, we've got some good people in here. You know, Annette Haven, her scene with Paul Thomas is good. Mm -hmm. And, of course, you know, Annette Haven's great. And Lisa DeLeo's great. Her titties are super nice in this. Yeah, I don't think that she got, like the best showing in this film no her her scene kind of ends and she disappears from the film to the point where i wondered where she went right i I got forgotten that like the 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 wet shots had happened yeah (laughs) i was like like, is lisa gonna come back yeah uh Uh, you know she was she was fun in her girl girl scene although that was fairly brief and then the pool table scene had good moments but overall it was kind of forgettable and the fact that you totally forgot it yeah (laughs) I would love to be showered by Lisa DeLeo. Yeah. I completely forget it. I just forgot they came. Oh, okay. I knew they were fucking on a table because I was worried about the felt. <laughs> over this. But, uh, yeah, overall, I'm going to give it three stars. I enjoyed it. It was not my favorite. I don't think that it was exceptional. I think it had some good ideas. And uh, it's up and down throughout the runtime. I, I wouldn't watch it again, personally. I would watch it again. I think yeah. uh, I think it's, uh, as far as like a mindless early 80s porn film goes, mm-hmm. I think it's better than some of your other options. There's yeah. A, there's a good cast. Uh, I certainly enjoyed it. I thought the the, uh, the the humor in it was pretty solid. I like that, uh, I like Bud. Yeah. <laughs> I like that he's just kind of, he sucks. Yeah. I like how much he sucks throughout the film. I kind of... Like at the end, nothing's changed. That, that that makes me laugh. That's a that's a good comedy to me. Is that uh, everything's going to be terrible always? <laughs> that's funny to me. You know, it's definitely a step up from Tobolino. Yeah, I'll say four, that it's a four star step. It's two stars <laughs> up from what I gave that one. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's that's the Raincoat Report this week. So follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Raincoat Report. Raincoat Report at gmail.com. I already plugged the Patreon, but, uh, you know, give us a listen. Uh, last week we talked about another Axel Braun parody. Yeah, we journeyed uh, to the planet of Pandora. Oh, yeah. It, it, was, saw, uh, uh, it was blue and disturbing. It, everything was blue. Dabudi. No, I knew it. I knew it. I live in a blue little house, a blue little planet. And if you're not for ladies' night, don't forget your raincoat. <laughs> Look at him. That is incredible. That is really amazing. That, that's better than the better reception I get on those other sets, you know what I mean? I'm glad you like it. Oh, I love it. That's beautiful.